what is it? Wyo Prep said it best one year. It's like, you know, Lander has these standouts coming back, but really you could watch any of them and you're probably going to see a performance that is unexpected and amazing. And I think that's accurate. And again, can't do that without our community. Yeah. Dang, that is sweet. Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, this is Dear Lander, a purely Land Diego podcast. I am your host today, Jordan, um, and Amara is not going to be joining us today. She's out traveling, so we'll miss her. But today we have two very special guests, Shauna Morgan and, and Tim Hester. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Land Diego. Well, first I would like to, I guess, just kind of talk to you guys and get to know each of you. Like, I, I know I was in your math class and... Uh, you're into fishing. What, what else do you like to do besides uh, coach the swim team? Mm, uh, anything outdoors. So mm-hmm. that's that's my passion. And I think that's why Lander is so great for me is because this is a very outdoorsy community and you got the mountain right there. So, you know, if I'm on the mountain, if I'm hunting, if I'm fishing, if I'm just hiking or paddle boarding, kayaking, whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm outside, I'm happy. Cool. And Tim, yeah, what about you? What uh, what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do? Well, uh, a lot like Shauna is uh, anything outside, uh, hunting fish and have horses, so I'm in the mountains as much as possible when the weather permitting. Very cool. Yeah, are y'all? I know you elk, you hunt elk, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite thing to hunt? You know, I don't think it really matters. I I, I like. If I can draw a tag, then that's what I hunt. If, if I don't draw a tag, then I guess I don't hunt because it's right during swimming season, girl season. So if I draw a tag, I, I get to go hunting. If I don't draw a tag, I don't get to go hunting that year. So, But I put in for, you know, antelope, deer, elk, whatever I can. That's why fishing is probably better because you don't have to have tag. You can just go. Nice. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing. I put in for everything I can. Make it work around the... The swim season. Sweet. Well, I guess if we want to get into and talk about the Lander swim team, like I said before we started the podcast, um, when Amara and I started this, I was kind of like, well, we need to talk about um, the boys and girls swim teams and, you know, Bruce Gresley and that whole legacy. And um, I don't know, was it uh, 25 years in a row this year? It was. Yeah, it was the that century mark, which was which is pretty cool yeah. to actually reach you know, 25 years of consecutive championships is, is I think, quite a feat and definitely something that the whole community has been a part of. And just the traditions and everything that I think this whole town in itself has built around the swimming community is, is huge. And, you know, since this streak started when I was in high school and you know, the last time Lander lost, I was at the state championship meet cheering for Rollins, who barely, you know, you know, beat Lander that year. And that was the last time Lander lost. And that was my freshman year of high school. So that's a long time yeah. of, of, of dominance in, in the sport. And, you know, Rollins got lucky that year to win that year. So the dominance and you know, when people say, you know, what is it about Lander that, you know, do you guys just come out, you know, saying, yep, I'm going to be a swimmer because I'm in Lander and that's what we do. But it's more than that. It's, it's the whole community rallying around a family. And yeah. that's what Lander swimming is, is a family. Yeah. We used to uh, say that if you swim in Lander, you're from the house of Bruce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's a good way of and, saying it. Yeah, because uh, Bruce came here specifically. There wasn't a pool in town. Well, up to the state school, they yeah. just finished that pool. And uh, so he started the swim programs here. And, and uh, gosh, that pool up there was maybe 20 yards long and four or five lanes. I don't know. It's It was, wasn't a what you'd call a, a standardized uh, pool for competition, but it worked. Yeah. Got the ball rolling. and Roughly what year was that when uh, the swim program started? Ooh, 76-ish or something like that, maybe? I think, isn't 76 the year that the pool down on 9th Street opened? I, I think so. I think yeah. you're right, Tim. It was 76. Just so everyone knows, that was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it uh, Bruce oversaw, I guess you could say, uh, a lot of the construction. He had stories about, you know, people down there and, you know, little accidents that happened. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> little accidents. Yeah, little things. Like, uh, I think he said one of the construction workers hung a, his coat up on an I-beam or something like that, and there was a brick you know, it was windy, so he put a brick on top of it, and then when he went to get it, he jerked his coat and <laughs> got smacked with the brick. But things <laughs> like that. <laughs> a lot of people in town watched the construction of it, you know, kind of hopeful that it was going to be uh, something that the community could really rally around and, you know, a place for kids to hang out. And it certainly has turned into that. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like when I first came here, the pool was that, like, kind of a, a community inside of a community. And, you know, Bruce always, you know, had these kids that, you know, he felt needed a place, a safe place. And that's what the pool gave them was this safe place to be and be part of something that, you know, maybe they thought was never possible. That's, I think, something that we continued on with is that tradition of, you know, just because you've never swam before, that doesn't mean we don't want you to be part of our, our team, our family. And so we try to, you know, get kids in all walks of life and try to get them out and get them participating in something that's really a lifelong skill. You know, knowing how to swim is, is a big deal. And so that and, you know, we continued on with our traditions of team dinners every single week. And our parents are amazing bringing breakfast every single morning. So we make sure that our kids, you know, have the good meals that they get need, you know, every day. And again, just that sense of family is, I think, the biggest part of our team. And it's probably the biggest part of our success. So is is that... Um. Even when I was in high school, it was apparent just because I was friends with a lot of people that swam and, and dove and point being, there was always just something about it. Kind of like, yeah, the culture of, of swimming and diving here and the traditions and all of the little things that, that uh, kind of make it so special. It was just a program that stands out in Lander. And so I guess, how did you all arrive at, at kind of building that culture? Tim, what did Bruce used to always say? If you could get the parents committed and the parents involved, you're going to have the kids involved in it. I mean, I just try to continue on with the traditions that, you know, Tim and Bruce built. So, Tim, I think you really need to talk about how this all started because it's definitely... Yeah, that was one of the things that uh, Bruce was big on uh, when they started the club is getting parents involved in the club and helping to operate the club. And if you can get 
little kids starting to swim and then parents involved in the club, generally the kids will stay in it all the way to high school and uh, typically they'll swim in high school too. So that's what Bruce is all about, trying to make it a family activity. I know uh, his family back in, in Michigan was a swim family. Uh, I think his sister was um, an AAU diving champion, and his brother Vaughn was a, a state champion swimmer. So, and yeah. Bruce was a high school All American diver. And he know. dove in NCAA championships. I mean, he was. Yeah. And they, in Michigan, just like we do in Lander, divers also swim. We have B, C, and D relays, and if we need uh, somebody to fill in on a relay, why the divers are standing ready to go. Yep, they are. <laughs> I didn't, and really, like, again, like, making it open to all students, like, all kids, all of all, all shapes, all sizes, um... The beauty of swimming, you know, that individual sport where you can see your hard work pay off individually and you can see the growth that you can make over a season, over four year high school time um, period of time. You know, I remember when I first started in Lander watching one of my one of my favorite girl swimmers as a seventh grader, we had to walk along the lane with her because we thought she was going to drown. Like we were like, okay, she might, she's not going to make it. We got to be here to rescue her when she doesn't do this. And by the time she was a senior, she was an individual state champion. And to see something like that grow. And, you know, she was, she was a first time swimmer in her family, you know, or her parents, you know, were like, her mom was a big volleyball player. They thought she was going to play volleyball. And she's like, no, I'm swimming. And, and then to become an individual state champion when she, could not swim in 25 as a seventh grader is just being able to see that and being able to be there and support kids goals and all of that is what we do this for is what tim is still doing this for he loves seeing the kids accomplish those things and yeah just i don't know every year we have new goals and when we accomplish them i don't know it's just pretty phenomenal yeah we like to talk about our goals before the season too yeah. And get the kids involved in setting goals, and uh, you know, and then how you achieve that goal, because that's a skill that you're going to use the rest of your life, also. And uh, it's I don't know it's it's just so much fun teaching somebody that has no skills at all in uh, an activity or a sport which is pretty foreign to you know mm-hmm. land animals don't swim right mm-hmm. and but we get them to swim some faster than others but you know there's a that sense of accomplishment um more than anything we like to instill the the, the idea that hard work feels good i don't know it's it's a great thing it's a great activity and, and you can do it your entire life and doing it with a group it is a lot of fun too we're just having too much fun at it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not easy, right? It's you know, you got your morning practices, you got your afternoon practices, but again, watching kids see that why am I doing this? This is so hard. Why why do I why do we keep getting these kids out? And I think it's it's because of all the talks that we have at the beginning of the season. It's like 
yeah, we're going to have these practices that are, you're at that, like halfway through it. You're going to be thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. And you're going to be thinking the entire time, I, I'm just going to get out. I'm going to quit. But when you make it through it and the celebration that the team has at the end of it is so huge. Like you know, those really hard sets, um, working hard throughout the season, watching each individual. That's the other thing too. We want everyone to share their individual goals so that when your teammate accomplishes that individual goal, the whole team is there to support them and be like, Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. And with the sport of swimming, you know, that family atmosphere again is just a way for kids to really feel like they're part of something big, a part of something special. And I know that's what Bruce started and that's what we're trying to continue is whether we win or we lose, what did we accomplish? What was the biggest thing? Um, You know, yeah, this year we won our 25th consecutive state championship. But for me this year, the biggest accomplishment our boys team had was we had 24 kids out. Every single one of them qualified for state. Oh, my God. It was the first time it's ever happened. All 24 of them got to go, got to compete. And that, to me was the biggest thing ever in a year of COVID and you can't take everybody, you know, you can't take the ones that don't make it and all of that, which we don't like to do. We are, we're family from the start of the season. We're family to the end of the season. I want to take everybody. I got to because everyone made it and it was huge to me. That was one of the coolest, biggest things ever was to accomplish that. And the kids loved it. They thought it was huge too. And it just, I think that's why we had some of the amazing swims we had at state because everyone was there and everyone was participating and we got to stay a family through, I thought the hardest year ever. This pandemic was awful. It was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, what were, um, I mean, obviously things were probably, were probably canceled for, um, or maybe, I guess I don't even really know. Where were was the state championship canceled for boys, or was it? Um... You know, it wasn't. We gotta have our state championship, and then two weeks later is when everything shut down. And you know, basketball didn't get to finish their season. They were already in Casper and had to get on a bus and come home. Um, so we were lucky. We got to finish. You know, this whole year it was like whatever you guys do. Don't be around anyone that's sick. If someone is sick in your house, leave. Go somewhere else. Like, I mean, it was just, it was it was pretty stressful. I know the whole time Tim and I were like, keep your masks on. Stop breathing on each other. For the love of God, stop wrestling each other. You guys are on the swim team. You're not on the wrestling team. Stop <laughs> touching. And like, just all of, like, it was, it was pretty stressful, but very satisfactory at the end when yeah. everything came together and... They always amaze me. Girls teams, boys teams, we get to state. And one person, she was a foreign exchange exchange student. She's like, this taper is magical. What we do is magical. And she's right. I think what we do throughout a season is, is magical. Yeah, I know last year, before the season, we decided the best place for those kids is in the pool, in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, So we want to keep them in the water as much as possible. Because basically they're working out in a giant vat of disinfectant. Yes. And that's where we wanted to keep them. Mm-hmm. So they got a little more pool time this last year. <laughs> <don't Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like to do some dry land stuff. And this year it was like, nah, get in the water. You're safer in there. <laughs> you can sneeze on each other and it's okay in there. But don't do it out on deck. You know? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all talk about, um, I guess, if I want to bring it back to just like seeing the progress that some of the, the swimmers make. 
when they first join and they don't have any of these skills, swimming or diving, both um, girls and, and boys swim team. I feel like I got a shout out and I don't know Johnny, but obviously um, watching him like, you know, do the Olympic trials and everything and having um, other swimmers swim division one and I mean, just be able to achieve these incredible things. Um, yeah. Can y'all speak to that a little bit and what that might mean to you? I think the level of your athletes builds everybody else, if that makes sense. You know, Tim can probably speak to some of the greats from the past. I remember them, you know, swimming against them when I was in high school. But I think, you know, you've got these kids that are at this different level. It tends to raise everyone up. Um, You know, one of the kids on the boys' swim team this year told me, he's like, I get to swim with a kid that's been to the Olympic trials. I stay in the same hotel room as him. I get to ride on bus trips with him. I get to call him my friend and he is going to be an Olympian someday. And for those kids, I mean, it's just, it's so cool. And he's, you know, like he said, he makes me want to work harder because I want to be there to watch him. And I want to be like, so I think having caliber swimmers like, you know, Johnny is, is, is helpful for the whole team because it brings everyone up. And everyone wants to be there and everyone wants to be part of it. And it's what brought our relay up this year, our 200 free relay that was able to get an All-American time cut and I think ended up 43rd or 44th in the country this year, which is just insane. You know, a little town from Wyoming here and we've got, you know, kids that are swimming at that level, you know, that fast of time in the entire country is pretty big. What do you think, Tim? Well, and Johnny is definitely a product of the swim club. Yes, he is. He started young and he stayed in it. His parents are both quite active in the swim club. Mm -hmm. All of his siblings who have been swimmers are swimmers, you know, and when you join the swim club when you're young, the skills tend to develop slowly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then by the time you hit middle school or maybe a freshman in high school, if you've got no swimming experience and you start and you're serious about it, the skills develop very fast. Mm -hmm. That's why we've had so many kids that start as a freshman and they're almost in the, you know, lane six, learn to swim lane Mm -hmm. as a freshman in high school. Senior year, they're a state champion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Shauna swam against a girl like that, Julie Livingston. Yes, I did. She was a little bit older than me, but she killed it. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. And she basically learned how to swim her freshman year, but then joined swim club at the end of the high school swimming, you know, freshman year and stayed in swim club. And she developed into a, you know, one of the top swimmers in the state. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Our swim club, Lander High School swimming is nothing without its swim club. And that's... That is where things begin. And, you know, yeah, we have a few kids that just do high school swimming, and they do great. You know, we have some that end up being state champions. Uh, Ruthie O'Neill was one of those examples. You know, that couldn't swim her seventh grade year and when was a state champion by the time she was a senior. You know, and she had so much other things going on that swim club wasn't really an option for her. You know, so we have those kids, but the swim club really is, it's the building block. It's the key feature that that makes Lander Swimming what it is. I think we've got like 120 kids signed up for Lander Swim Club. We're one of the biggest clubs in the state, and we're one of the smallest towns in the state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that 
it's unreal. It's phenomenal. It's, you know, that's how they get to swim those long course meter meets. And, you know, Eric DeClue has taken Johnny all over the country, you know, swimming him in these big meets so that he he could do that. So he could get those times and do the things that he needed to do. And when I talk about the Lander family, you know, it's not school versus swim club. We really are. The whole thing is the family. Um, Jennifer Schaff starting those kids off young and getting them, you know, to like swimming and be part of it and continue on. You know, we could never do this without her and the commitment of the entire swim club community. It's, it's really phenomenal. It's so cool. Um, both of you are so humble about this, you know, um, both of you have a lot of humility and are, um, very, it's, it's just very cool for me to, for me to see. And I, and it's exactly what I expected too, because I'm friends with a lot of swimmers and they approach it with humility as well. Um, so I just want to add that that's, that's cool to see. (laughs) Well, it's not a one person show. It's a, it's a family. It's, you know, yeah, large family and it grows every year because, we feel all the past swimmers out there, they're part of the family, too. Mm-hmm. They you know, are. And they keep an eye on the Lander Swimming Facebook page and that kind of stuff. And, and uh, it's just great. I, you know, ran into a swimmer, past swimmer in Ace Hardware. Couldn't remember his name, but he came up and talked to me and reminded me his name. <laughs> I knew his older brother swam, but I couldn't remember his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and I think that's that's the biggest thing. And I think, you know, Bruce, when he first started, he, you know, he was he was the high school coach. He was the swim club coach. He was the bus driver, for God's sake. So he was like the one man show. Mm-hmm. And then he started getting these people around him. And I think, again, that's what makes it so successful. You know, I can't do what I do without Tim and Faith Hamilton and Shea Boyle, because those are the diving coaches. And I we can't do what we do if it wasn't for the kids and the parents and the swim club. And, you know, I think what it really comes down to is, again, that whole family thing of we're just all here for each other. And the successes that we have at the high school level, Jennifer Schaff and Eric DeClue are right there for the swim club, like supporting us at the high school level. And then when we get to see this stuff at the the swim club level, like, you know, I'm traveling to Omaha because I want to watch Johnny swim at the, you know, the Olympic trials too. And here soon too, I'm going to be going to the NCAA men's championships because I'm going to want to watch that. And I'm going to want to, you know, see what these kids accomplish outside of it. You know, and we've got other ones that have huge goals of, you know, swimming D1 or even swimming D2. And I, I want to be able to still go and see that and, and be there for those kids. Because for me, you know, being a part of their lives after high school is, is just as big. And I think, you know, Tim's the same way. Fourth of July weekend, you get to see them all come back. And, you know, they all have the school reunions. And we're like, hey, hi, it's so good to see you guys. Do you all have like a swimmer reunion? You know, we don't. Hmm. We don't. We should. <laughs> all of us are so busy in the summer, but yeah. it's just crazy. I it, Being a part of this family, you know, not growing up in Lander, but moving here and being, you know, so graciously part of this family now and, you know, invited in with open arms, you know, has been amazing. Uh, the Wyoming swimming, swimming community in whole is actually very small. And we're all very close with coaches from other teams, with swimmers from other teams, um, all of that. So I think 
you know, if anyone has the opportunity ever to be part of a swimming family, you should do it because it's, it's unlike any other thing, you know. It's competitive, it's fun, but you're still part of something bigger and you get to participate no matter what. And I think that's yep. the biggest thing. Nobody sits on the bench. Nope. <laughs> we do not have bench warmers. No, and we don't really cut people. Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, from the squad. So, yeah, it's it's a great group, and everybody's there to support everybody else. And, and the practices can be really hard, and then the swim meets are really fun. Yes, they are. And I heard you mention, like, the traditions and, like, some of the rituals that... <laughs> that the boys and girls swim team have. Um, and I'm familiar with a couple. I'm familiar with, like, yeah, my, my friends, I remember they would come to school with, like, the crazy haircuts, you know, and that was, like, when they, uh, is that, that's after peak, right? That that's is, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the boys, I feel, have some bigger traditions that were started by people I that are, like, the same age as me. Mm-hmm. Um, some of their traditions just are the best ever. Uh, I... I think my favorite tradition of the boys swim team is when we come back from state, it used to always be in Gillette. So we'd have to stop at ghost town in Casper, Wyoming, so that they could give speeches about the season. And the senior boys would write these elaborate poem speeches that they would give to whoever was lucky enough to be eating at old, at Ghost Town in Casper, <laughs> Wyoming. And we'd all file in there, parents and everybody, you know, and the people sitting there would just look at us like, what is going on? And then the boys, the senior boys would stand up and, you know, talk about the sorrows of the season, but we overcame our, you know, adversity and we, we won and for, you know, this many years and, the fact that those speeches are still happening is one of my favorite traditions. I think Mike Pryor started that, yep. didn't he? Yeah, young Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every year I look forward to hearing the senior boy speeches of uh, the perils that they had to go through to, uh, you know, get the victory at the end of the year. and For sure. And uh, give that speeches always very entertaining <laughs> that in, one's in my ghost town huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> so cool <laughs> so when they moved state to laramie we had to we i was like so are we stopping in jeffrey city or what yeah. but we ended up uh now we do it at mcdonald's in lander so oh, cool. we still get the speech and whoever is eating in mcdonald's that night is always wondering what was going on this year we had to give it outside because there was no inside dining but we made it work you know and for me, that's my favorite boy tradition. What do you think, Tim? Um, gosh, there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> there really are. I'm glad some of the ones that we no longer have, mm-hmm. uh, they like to have wrestling matches on the bus on the way home from state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a broken leg one time. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did y'all have to stop in, in Casper or something? No, they covered it up. Oh, he hobbled off the bus. <laughs> and the other guys helped him, you know. Two weeks later, the coaches found out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, there's stuff like that. But, um, I, yeah, definitely the, the ode to ghost town is, is one of the, yes. the best ones that they're still carrying out. Mm-hmm. So. 
Cool. And they still do the wacky hairdos, mm-hmm. so they still, you know... Yeah, I bring that up. I, I, I didn't mm-hmm. even really explain it. Could you explain that yeah, and then the milk joke thing? Yeah, so after, you know, after peak night and, you know, before state, they, they shave their heads because, you know, got to have shaved head for state and shave everything. And so... They, they do wacky hair because for some reason they love to not wash their hair all season long. I don't know why. Probably because they're shaving it at the end anyway. Mm-hmm. So we get these crazy whacked out hairdos. And then they cut them in weird shapes and dye specific things. I think one of my favorites was, uh, I can't remember who had it, but it, it was a pineapple. <laughs> so his head looked like a pineapple. And, you know, the green tuff on top and the the looked like pineapple on the sides dyed yellow and yeah that one was my favorite the pineapple so every year there's always something a little wacky yeah, that happens the, the, the hairdos where they have spikes mm-hmm. and they use gorilla glue to make the spikes so they stay <laughs> spiked when oh they're swimming gosh you wow yeah. <laughs> what I know gorilla glue in the hair is a bad idea. Everybody, don't do it. I, like, I feel like I've seen some of that on social media in the last year. <laughs> but uh, and and again, it's because when we when we get down there, we're shaving it all off anyway, and mm-hmm. so why not make it a little crazy there for a while? So they do that. And the peak night—that's a tradition. And the peak night is a tradition. So yeah, we work our season up to a peak night where we swim. As much yardage as we can get done in two and a half, three two hours. Two and a half to three hours, yeah. yeah. And, I don't know, Nolan McFadden is uh, notorious for the puke and rally. He does that a lot during peak night, but so pretty long, pretty tough. The puking rally? Oh, yeah, so he'll go puke and then hop back in and not miss it, not even miss a hundred, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> we just finally started putting a garbage can right next to his lane, so... Uh, <laughs> Made it easier. <laughs> Didn't have to go as far. But, uh, so yeah, we have that really hard night, but then we have an awesome team dinner at the end of it. And uh, just stuff like that. Like, again, it's like a camaraderie thing. It's like, it's all mental, really, what it is. And it, but it's, it brings everyone together. Cause at the end of the night, they're like, oh, we just did 10,000 yards. I can't believe we did 10,000 yards. And yeah. so, you know, and they're all exhausted and tired and, asking teachers for you know extensions on homework the next day and i'm getting emails from teachers saying oh you got to tell us when peak week's coming (laughs) and i'm like oh i know i'm sorry uh but it's fun and again it's it's hard work is gonna pay off they're just there to support each other we play loud music uh dance around for them and yell at them to keep them going right tim yep (laughs) there was this i remember i can't remember who it was it might have been like alan Mando or or Chad or somebody told me that there was this after y'all had won state you you spent more money than the last year like each year at dinner yeah they were on a roll with that a few years ago weren't they Tim Mm -hmm. yeah we shattered records at the state meet and then shattered a record for most money spent ever at a restaurant so (laughs) I was like okay you guys we can't do that again they're like but we have to spend more this year I'm like oh no no break our account were people getting like five entrees or what i think it was five desserts that's sweet uh and then so that's another tradition too so after we get back we do the ode to ghost town speech we get the parade through town and then the boys all run inside 
and they do each of them does a funky dive or jump off of the high dive and then because usually it's pretty cold that time of year so the after the uh the bus and the fire truck ride through town were all pretty frozen so they head straight for the hot tub and then off the diving board and everyone comes in and watches and we do cake and ice cream and that's how we celebrate when we get home so cool it is pretty cool and the yeah the, the milk jug I'm, i keep okay. bringing this yes, up yeah, i'm sorry this jug. is so no, no, cool no. to me okay so the milk jugs actually um I think almost every single team does the milk jugs. Mm. So you fill up the milk jugs with the water from your pool. And when you take it to state, you want a piece of home there with you. So you have a little bit of home pool advantage. So, you know, you pour your water in, you do a team cheer while you're pouring the water in. The girls decorate their jugs all nice and pretty and have everyone sign them. And the boys just find whatever they can in the basket room that morning. And Mm. we use that. And... (laughs) (laughs) But we gotta have we gotta have our own pool water at the state meet so that we have a little piece of home there with us. Sweet, marking their territory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to bring up the the twenty five consecutive uh, state championships again. I is this um, the most that have ever been won in a row for state for a state championship in swimming? Um, I think we're fifth in the country right now for swim teams with a consecutive championship streak, I guess. Are any of those streaks still going? There are, there are still going. And what's, what's crazy is four of them though are the four ahead of us are all private schools. Oh. So we're the first public school for the, for the longest streak in swimming. Wow. So, yeah, definitely the longest streak in Wyoming for any sport. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then I think we're coming up. We're pretty close to Sheridan's football team on most state championship wins. So we're getting close to them. And what is there? I think it was last time I looked, they had 29. So we're close. Dang. Is that still going? No, it's not consecutive. Oh, so, like, just the most that they've won. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. So then we can have the most championships for a team or whatever Yeah. for the state of Wyoming. But right now they, they're winning that. I think yeah. that was the last time I looked on Wyo, perhaps. I should look again. <laughs> we have, like, 27 or 28 total for total the boys. Total for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. so y'all are really close. So very close. Yeah. How does the, uh, how does the future of the program look? Obviously, pretty bright with y'all. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we've got of everything. We've got a lot of kids, kids coming up. You know, through the swim program that you know that we're watching next year for I know for boys, we really did a lot of recruiting into the middle school because um, just swim club this last couple of years, like this last year with the pandemic, like not everyone could swim because they had to have specific numbers of kids and things like that. So. We really tried to build up some good relationships with um, the middle school boys. And I think we have a good group coming up again next year. And again, just trying to build as, as much as, as possible. Tim, what is it that you always say? We don't rebuild, we... Reload. That's right. <laughs> that is badass. <laughs> Do y'all have that on a t-shirt? <laughs> I think we need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Oh man, the t-shirts. Who designs the t-shirts? Well, it depends. So, like, every year the boys, like, the senior boys or the senior girls are in charge of designing that year's T-shirt. 
So, and that's how we get the new designs every single year. So Cool. Yep. Seniors are in charge of t-shirt design. I am not a swimmer. I'm, I'm pretty lousy. But where could I get one of those green, long, like... Uh... Parkas? Oh, the coats? <laughs> those are cool. <laughs> those are cool. And they're very, very warm and practical in the wintertime. Especially if you want to wear shorts in the wintertime. Um, <laughs> you can get those anywhere online. Dang. I'd say Amazon because you can get anything off Amazon, right? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, put in swim parka. You got Is that it. super poser of me? People will be like, what did you swim? And I'll be like, oh, I don't, just, I just really love the parka. Like, it's, it's, it's so cool. Just <laughs> tell them the 200, I was a 200 IM person. See? They'll okay. Like, okay. <laughs> I will let them know. Okay. <laughs> cool. Is there anything y'all want to leave us with? You know, what I would like to say is, you know, thank you to the Lander community. Um, Thank you to the swim club and all of their hard work and the swim club parents. Thank you to the entire community for, you know, supporting the swimming pool. Uh, Thank you to the um, school district for keeping the swim pool open and keeping us doing what we need to do and supporting us. Um, We have some great administration that travels to all of our swim meets and, they come down and help us hand out medals and all kinds of stuff because they just, again, it's something that everyone wants to be a part of. They want to see what it's all about. And being at a state swimming meet is unlike anything else. It's just, it's kind of cool. Kind of like the Olympic trials without all of the lights, but I think we should do the lights. <laughs> I'll let Gillette know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we couldn't do what we do and we couldn't do this without the community support. And again, with Lander being such an awesome, active community, we're able to do what we do and have the kids that we have because we have awesome parents and awesome community members that support swimming. I think the school district's real popular popular with us, too. Um, we've seen in the last few years a lot of uh, communities uh, built you know, new swimming pools, mm-hmm. and their pools weren't as old as ours. And it's it's one of those things where you've got to take care of it. You've got to spend money on that pool and take care of it and, and upgrade on a regular basis, and that's something the school district's been real good about doing. Cool. For sure. Yeah, and it's, it's just that kind of support that just runs through the whole community. Uh, people that had no uh, connection to swimming that are supporting it, and folks that, oh, my my grandparents come and watch us, you know, and then their grandparents are the ones that buy raffle tickets and that kind of stuff from the swimmers. And, sure. And it's it's that kind of support that really keeps everything running. You know, it's it a lot is. of non-swimmers out there that are part of the swim family. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The community that buys our raffle tickets so that they can eat the gigantic meals that the boys eat. And, you know, we can't do that without people's support. And so it's really cool that we live in a community that's so supportive. I mean, I walk in the grocery store and I don't even know people. And they're like, oh, my gosh, boys again, let's season. And they're talking to me like I've known them forever and I have no idea who they are. Uh And it's (laughs) awesome. And I love that. That's the best part of this whole community really is. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna end by asking y'all, what is, what is your favorite part about Lander? Is would you say that that's? Uh... Yeah, I think yeah, so. The community, the the whole thing. I mean, you have people. It's such a diverse community, but everyone is so supportive, and they might not know you, you might not know them, but they recognize. You know, like I'll wear, I wear my Lander swimming shirts everywhere because that's pretty much all I own. 
And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they all, hey, Landry's swimming, and, you know, talk to me about it. And I think that's that's the cool part. And just, I don't know, you see people in the morning. Your dad, for example, every single morning, you know, here we are, Tim and I, at morning practice, and your dad's in there doing his laps. And everyone always wants to know, okay, what's the team going to look like this year? What's going on? How are, you know, yeah. how are things going? What Anyone we need to watch for? And, you know, Wyoming, what is it? Wyo Prep said it best one year. It's like... You know, Lander has these standouts coming back, but really you could watch any of them and you're probably going to see a performance that is unexpected and amazing. And I think that's accurate. And again, can't do that without our community. Yeah. Dang, that is sweet. Yeah, the the community of support, um, the way everybody stands behind us, it, it's just a wonderful thing. And that's not something you just, you can go out and buy. No. You know, it's you have to develop that over time. And, and uh, that was part of Bruce's goal to get more people involved than just the ones that are in the water. Mm-hmm. And he did a really good job of that. This community, this Lander Swimming, this family wouldn't be what it is, of course, without Bruce and all of his work that he put into it. And again, I think all Tim and I can do is follow in that legacy. And Tim has his own. I just try to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for being on. This is, I think this is going to be a fantastic episode. I can't wait. Sweet. Yeah. I'm good. Um, that's still weird to call you Shauna. Yeah. I know. It's like, <laughs> do you get that a lot? I'm like. You know, I swear all the swimmers call me Shauna. Now all these kids at school are like, hey, Shauna. And I'm like, are you a swimmer? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you can't call me Shauna, man. <laughs> When you graduate, you can, but right now, no. And they're like, oh. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's Coach or Mrs. Morgan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just say Morgan. You don't even have to say Mrs. Morgan. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, this is Jordan. Thanks for joining us. This is Dear Lander. We love you. Talk to you soon.